Today's episode is about how going on a social media detox can positively shift and impact your life. And I talk about my own experience after a 45-day experiment of staying off of social media. Welcome to Winning Streaks. I'm your host, Tanvir Mustafa, and every week I get deep into the stories and strategies of experts, champions, business moguls, and industry leaders to find out how you can win the day and win at life. If you're committed to never settling for the status quo and consistently challenging yourself to new heights, then this is the show for you. In return, I commit to bringing you insightful, practical, and no BS conversations that will help you create your next big win. From November 1st till December 15th, 2020, I stayed off of social media. This meant staying off of Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and although I use LinkedIn for work, I stopped posting on the site site and wasn't really using it for anything other than work purposes. If someone really needed to contact me, I was probably close enough to them that they could just text me. Now, before we dive into the results of this detox and what that experience was like, first let me address why I decided to do it. The trigger that caused me to kick off this, this experiment, and I know I'm not the only one, was the Social Dilemma documentary on Netflix. I highly recommend checking out this documentary if you haven't already. The Cliff's Notes are basically about how social media is designed to be addictive and how it can manipulate people towards certain beliefs and tribes of thought. The ultimate goal is to learn so much about you that they can present content in front of you that they know will keep you on the app. One example of this I've consciously noticed in my life recently has been that whenever I go on Facebook, I get videos from this one page called Gameology where they have uh, different game-related content about top games that are out there. I'm a gaming gaming fan myself, and I stopped once to watch one of these videos, and then I stopped again and again, and now almost every time it's shown to me, I stay on the app. This allows Facebook then to insert ads in the middle of these videos, thus making money off of me. The one line that stood out to me in that documentary was that, When you don't pay for the product, you are the product. These companies make money off of selling your attention to the advertisers. All this to say that I started being a lot more conscious about the way I use social media. I realized that I kept grabbing for my phone for no apparent reason, going onto Instagram for no apparent reason, and uh, man, was I wasting tons of time on content that really wasn't helping me move my life forward. And even if I was watching helpful content, I also realized that I was constantly looking for answers. Whether, whether it was about my health, building wealth, or just random stuff, I was always looking for advice. And it hit me that I needed to stop doing that. It's great to get advice from time to time, but at some point, you've got to stop searching for answers and start taking action. And I didn't really feel like I was doing enough of that. On top of everything, especially with a worldwide pandemic going on, I noticed that my feeds were becoming more negative day by day, and I didn't want to expose myself to negative energy anymore. Um, It seemed like everyone and their mother was ticked off or unhappy or frustrated about something, and I didn't want want that to affect my happiness or my fulfillment. And then the final reason was that I just got promoted to a new sales role at our busiest time of year, and I wanted to commit myself to getting properly, fully onboarded and focus on performing at a high level as quickly as possible. I didn't really know what to expect from staying off of social media for an extended period of time, but now that it's done and over with, I can share how it impacted my life and how it can impact yours too. Now let's be clear that this was not easy at first. It wasn't all sunshine and rainbows. 
for the first 10 days or so, I, I kept getting this nagging feeling that was unsettling and uncomfortable. And it was almost a sort of anxiety from not being able to access something I otherwise would normally have immediate access to. I describe it as a really irritating itch that you just can't scratch. After, a after the dust uh, settled though, things were much different. The first and, and most immediate benefit I noticed was this liberating sense of clarity. I knew what I had to do on any given day and I was focused on getting those things done. While this might seem simple, uh, I noticed that on most days when I do have access to social media, I have things I wanna do, but after scrolling mindlessly for a few minutes, I lose track of those things that I need to get done or I'm more open to postponing them. Social media is a driver of procrastination. I was getting more workouts done than I normally would, way more focused at work, and more present when I was around my family. It didn't just feel like clarity, it also felt like freedom. On that note, let's get to the second and best outcome from this experiment, which was, you know, like I said, I felt a heightened sense of freedom during this experiment, but freedom from what, you might ask? Freedom from FOMO, also known as the fear of missing out. Social media conditions us to think that there are all these influencers out there with super rich and extravagant and beautiful lives. It teaches us that everything is picture perfect, perfect, and it makes us yearn for those things too. What it makes us forget, unfortunately, is that true beauty, happiness, and perfection lies in all the imperfections of life. Particularly during pandemic times, I know a lot of you are seeing some of your friends at fun dinners or parties, or maybe even going on your, maybe even going on vacation while you're at home you know, uh, quote unquote, stuck at home in the confines of your room, um, trying to quarantine and be safe. And believe me, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. There is beauty in having dinner at the same table you eat at every day. There's nothing wrong with being at home in your room while people are out. It's okay for you to be spending time with your parents while your friends are on vacation. Even if it's unconscious FOMO, there's no doubt that social media encourage us to, encourages us to want things that otherwise we might not want. Um, I personally have seen social media affect people in my life like they haven't, you know, it's made them feel like they haven't amounted to anything. Feels like they're, makes them feel like they're not good enough and makes them feel like their lives just aren't happy or don't have anything to be happy for within their lives. This detox gave me a sense of appreciation for normalcy that I'm just not sure if I had before. It allowed me to appreciate small things like walks with my dad, reading, literally just lying in bed thinking to myself instead of scrolling endlessly through social. It forced me to look internally for happiness instead of externally. Whenever you're scrolling through your feed and you see a beautiful tropical destination in, in Bali or an amazing car, for example, you're actually getting hit with dopamine because your brain doesn't allow you to fully distinguish between you seeing that beach or you being there. In the same token, when you post something on Instagram, or for, you, for me, it was actually LinkedIn, you're injected with dopamine every time you see the likes and comments go up and people tend to validate their worth based on these numbers. And it becomes a vicious addiction for some people to seek that validation out. Now, let me tell you something, and I hope you hear it well. Your self-worth does not equate to the likes and comments you get. It's not based on the validation you get from other people. Don't let anyone ever take that away from you. Now, I pay a lot less attention to the likes and views than I did before because I've learned to appreciate the journey over the outcomes. A social media detox is a great way for you to find out what's important to you, what truly makes you happy, and it can allow you to find ways to trigger happiness within yourself without relying on external sources to do so. Now I'm generally happier, I feel more fulfilled, and I have a more personal sense of direction. That brings me to my third and final point, which is, at the end of the day, you're the one in charge of your life. Don't let social media guide it. 
it's okay to look to YouTube, to Instagram, even, um, you know, maybe even to TikTok for inspiration on what you can do with your life. But at the moment you stop, the moment that you stop looking for answers is the moment you can really accelerate your actions. In the time I went on a social media detox, I invested in my first real estate property. I worked out more often and cleaned up my diet more than I ever had before. And I was able to rapidly accelerate my onboarding process at work in my new role. Not, not trying to boast or anything. It's more so an example of how a social media de detox can help you move forward. Before, I was always looking up YouTube videos or Instagram influencers for advice on how to invest, how to improve my health, and how to be more productive. Now, while I still encourage this, at some point you have to think to yourself, I know enough now. If you keep searching for answers, you'll be crippled with analysis paralysis. Instead, it's important to just start and take action, and that will dictate how you move forward. In fact, YouTube was where I would do a lot of my research. And while YouTube was not originally in my detox, I added it to the list after the first 30 days. So I did it for about um, 15 days off of YouTube. It was incredibly tough, but I noticed definitely I got a lot more done um, than I normally would in, in that time. Write down your own goals, create your own ambitions, and you can't allow social media you know, to convince you that you need to be going any faster. You'll hear people say things like, you need to start a business right now, or why aren't you investing in Bitcoin? Or if you're not doing this one exercise every day, you're screwed for life. That's all nonsense. While these are all potentially good things you could be doing, no one knows what is best for you except for you. Go at your own pace, go at your own pace, and just embrace the journey. So how would I describe my experience after all, after everything? Frankly, enlightening is the right word. Now that I'm back on social, I realize I wasn't missing out on much at all, and I'll most likely do a detox a couple of times a year going forward, especially when I need to focus. I feel like I was able to recalibrate my perspective on happiness and fulfillment from this experience, and I highly recommend anyone try it, even if it's just a week at a time. If you want to get started with your own social media detox, here are some steps you can take. Number one, don't just delete all the apps off your home screen, delete them entirely. You want to create as many barriers to entry as you need to in order to deter you from going on social. The more barriers you create, the less likely you will be to go back on these apps. Number two, start with one app and then delete the others. Although I deleted everything at the beginning except YouTube, I would recommend uh, following a slow approach for most people. It might be quite a withdrawal to go immediately cold turkey on social right away, especially because as I mentioned, it's designed to be addicting. You could even you know, experience physical repercussions if you go too fast. So just go slow and, and ease yourself into it. Number three, unless you absolutely, absolutely need to for some reason, there's no need to notify people you're going on a detox. It sounds weird, but this will just tempt you even more to check into your apps to see if people have noticed that you've been missing an action for a bit. If you don't tell anyone, the temptation will likely decrease uh, quite a bit. And then finally, number four, once you're done the detox, ease back into it. If you slowly quit social media, it's also important to slowly ease back in. It helps with preventing more of that addictive nature when you receive all the information again. So maybe that means installing one app uh, per week. And for me, personally, I started logging into Instagram through desktop only instead of actually downloading it back on my phone at first. Well, I hope this episode was valuable to you. And if you enjoyed it, please head on over to iTunes to leave a five-star review. There's quite a bit of work that goes into these episodes and it would really help take this podcast to the next level. If you're planning on taking a social media detox, I would love to hear about your experiences afterwards. So make sure when you're back online to shoot me a message. 
Before you do take that step, step though, I would love if you could share this episode on your social feed, whether it's in Instagram stories or, or wherever you'd like to share. Thanks for listening. And remember, you are on a winning streak.